Hi, so this is going to be my midterm for polls 110. Um, so prompt number one reads, how does the Constitution capture the American mind and American identity? What powers and processes are included in the Constitution to maintain the American mind and identity in government? So the United States of America's Constitution is essentially the people's voice. The Constitution maps out the freedoms and liberties of its people. Within the U.S. Constitution is the Bill of Rights, which is essentially how the people and government relate as one. The Bill of Rights addresses the citizens' right to freedom, speech, religion, and press, along with many other rights. The Constitution captures the American identity by instilling separation of church and state in United States public schools, which protects students of different religious backgrounds from persecution or ostracization. Separation of church and state is preventing the implication of religion in any form to be taught in public schools. The United States, to many, is an escape from religious persecution and or fear to disagree with their government's policies. In my eyes, the American identity is whatever you want it to be. Although the U.S. has a flawed history, we are a very diverse nation. You can believe in whatever religion you choose, marry whom you'd like, and voice concerns about the government, all with getting in contact with your reps to try and make a change. The Constitution also allows the people to remove the government, if not providing care for its citizens. Prompt 2 reads, How did the framers achieve their goal of designing a national government with enough power to function better than the Articles of Confederation, but not too much as to threaten liberty? Describe the balance they achieved in both grading and limiting powers. So when writing a new national government, the framers worried about creating a government similar to that of which they were escaping from Britain. The first draft of what would become the Constitution is known as the Articles of Confederation. The Articles of Confederation were essentially all the power to the states and little to no federal government. This would cause conflict due to the lack of money. Having no federal government meant having no federal courts or bank systems and no power to tax. A group of delegates gathered together and created the new government system, which would be known as the Constitution. In Article 1, Section 1 of the U.S. Constitution, it reads, All legislative powers herein granted shall be vested in the Congress of the United States, which shall consist of a Senate and House of Representatives. The legislative branch, which is also known as the U.S. Congress, is a bicameral. That means it has two houses. The new United States government consists of three branches, the executive, legislative, and judicial. Within the three branches, checks and balances are in place to keep one from overpowering another. The framers did not want a king or someone with all the power. This is how the president was born. The president makes a lot of decisions within the U.S. government and commands our army. However, in order for the framers to ensure liberty, each branch of government is able to limit powers. Prompt 4 reads, Argue that one of the articles, 1, 2, or 3, has the most significant role in fulfilling the goals of the Constitution. As stated in the preamble, think carefully about articles 1, 2, and 3, the institutions which they establish, and the authority and powers granted to each. Which article is most essential in securing a more perfect union? The goal of the U.S. Constitution was to create a more perfect union, which in total is a successful government that also protects its citizens.
I believe that Article 1 is the most significant to the U.S. people. This is due to having Congress having a more direct relationship with American citizens, rather than the judicial or executive branch. Although the president is elected by the people, it's a lot easier for American citizens to get in contact with state reps than it would be to get in contact with the president. The point I'm making is that a layout of the bicameral, both the House and Senate, are more directly important to the American citizen. The preamble also addresses providing common defense and promoting general welfare. This is specifically protecting common common people such as you and I. Even within Congress, the Senate and the House have different responsibilities. While the Senate may have the sole ability to impeach, the House holds the trial.